Hey, how's it going, everybody out there? Welcome back over to the podcast. Steve Muscle Radio. Um, I know it's been a hot minute, hot second. Shoot, darn, they're like a hot month. It is actually October the 7th. And I'm looking at my um my directory on the podcast site and it's been since September the 17th. No, sorry, the 15th which was the last time I've actually put out a podcast. And I got to tell you, and, and interestingly enough, the name of that podcast was Life Update. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, life definitely has been hectic. And I am slowly but surely learning that these podcasts are going to continue to be uh, through and through unless I tend to prioritize them a little bit more better. I have to say it. This is just me keeping it real with each and every one of you out there. I want to state that I'm not perfect (laughs) at all. And sometimes I can get a little scatterbrained because I have, I feel like what feels to be a million things going through my mind at the moment. So even getting this podcast started, I'm sitting here um, wondering how the audio is going to sound because I had to reset my PC recently and that sucked. I lost a lot of stuff. I had to re-download things. And for the most part, I, I want to say I've got you know most of this stuff back to normal. Um, And now I'm sitting here wondering, okay, what am I going to listen to when I record a podcast? Because I like to listen to music when I do my podcast because it helps me think. Um, I feel like it helps me speak a little bit more fluently when I'm listening to something relaxing in the background. So I uh, recently stumbled upon this song called Burma Road. Now, I don't know if any of you have ever heard of it before or if you are familiar Uh, with the artist Greg Adams, you know, who basically uh, specializes in um, electric smooth jazz. I think that's the proper uh, genre that he um, that he makes his music. Um, It's it's a 1995 single. Apparently it was really hot back in 1995. And I heard it when I was picking up my kids from school last week. And I'm like, man, this song knocks. Man, this song is, is sexy. I like this. So, of course, I go to Spotify to see if I can find it. And I did. So, of course, it's on one of my favorites um, to sit here and to, to just vibe and to just chat with the individuals who have been waiting for me to put out another episode. Because, interestingly enough, there's actually um, some of you out there who really do enjoy uh, the content, the audio content, we'll say, that I am putting out here on the muscle radio so i gotta say it for those of you out there who are video game fans i watched the mario brothers trailer yesterday and i was like this is freaking amazing (laughs) this is amazing i was a little worried at first i was like they're gonna screw this up they are gonna screw this up because video game movies tend to not do that good. <sighs> the nineteen ninety one or two Mario Brothers movie, 
I, I kind of want to try to forget about that, but unfortunately, it's burned into our minds. And interestingly enough, there's people that actually like that movie. Like, I love that movie, man. Don't talk down on that movie. But I'm like, yeah. Come on, man. Come on. You know video game movies have a bad reputation. They really do. So when I saw the trailer for the new Mario, I was I was really excited. So I can't wait until it comes out. It doesn't come out until April. So it's about a good five months or so from, from where we are right now in October. And I will be taking my family to go watch it. So I just need to mark my calendar. And remember, Mario comes out in April. As I say that, I have this poster of Mario and Luigi over here in my studio um, just as a memento, because these are the legends of video games. Like when you think of video games, you think of Mario. Like, I don't know if you think of Luigi, you know, Luigi's just kind of there. Um, if I recall, I, I don't know. I don't quote me because I don't want anybody coming after me. Like, well, Luigi was first and then, you know, Luigi was supposed to be Mario and they decided to make it, give him a brother and Mario became more famous. You know, there's just these stories. I don't, I can't really confirm what's what, but all we know is that Mario is a legendary video game character and his brother Luigi is, you know, kind of just, it's kind of just there. So, yeah. Okay, so enough enough small talk. You know, I, I don't I'm not here to talk to everybody about what's been going on in my life. If you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you should know that, you know, I'm a really, really busy person, which is why these podcasts tend to be uh, so spread apart. Uh, but I will say throughout this I remember during the summertime they were pretty hot. I was able to record at least two a week, but um, we need to try to find some middle ground once again so that we can record something on a more consistent basis, at least weekly. Um, I'll try my best to do that. So in this particular podcast, we are going to talk about your audience. Yes, you listening to this right now, your audience. Now, some of you may be wondering, what the heck are you talking about? muscle what what audience I, I don't have an audience what do you mean look if you are a content creator you have an audience trust me you have an audience you just probably have never paid him any attention as horrible as that sounds as tragic as that may seem a lot of content creators overlook their actual audience. Now, this subject actually came from a, a friend of mine um, who I've actually met this year, who's also a streamer. He is a, a YouTuber, a uh, YouTube partner, by the way. I'll go ahead and just, you know, give him a plug. His name is North Wolf 911 And we've had like several conversations and in private, you know, some things I wouldn't dare discuss, but there are other things I'm sure uh, that he would not mind me talking about like the fact that a lot of content creators tend to overlook the fact that they actually have an audience and they don't know who they are so what am i talking about for the most part platforms like twitch platforms like youtube they have this section in the studio called the analytics 
Now, if you go to your analytics on either of these sites, they will tell you who watches your channel. And how they break this down typically is by age, gender, um, location around the world, and also where your discoverability has drew them to the current platform in which you're utilizing. Like, here's an example. Again, just check these stats out sometimes. Most of the time, the age gap falls somewhere between 18 and under. Well, actually, yeah, 18 and under and then 18 plus, like 18 to 24, then about 25 to about 30, then about 30 to 35. And it, it tends to go around you know, from fives, I'll say. Those are your your ages. And so, and when you go to these parts of your analytics that talks about how old are the individuals that watch you, you literally can tell how old they are. Like for me, I'm 36. I have two YouTube channels. The demographics are a little different with both. I find that more people around the ages of 25 to about 35 watch my content. So that lets me know some of these people are old enough to remember a lot of the things that I remember when I was a kid. A lot of the old school stuff. So, oh, these people, they they know about um, movies like... You know, South Central, they know about movies like Boys in the Hood. They know about movies like New Jack City. They know about movies like The Goonies. They know about video games like Sonic the Hedgehog, Crash Bandicoot, Contra, P.O. You know what I'm saying? P.O.W. I'm naming games and movies from the time period in which I grew up. Now, that 25-year-old range probably has no idea about those movies and those video games maybe their parents may have had them i don't know maybe they have maybe they just remember hearing the melodies from these movies and these games when they were like kids but when you're around my age you actually remember experiencing them as well so you know knowing how old your audience is is very very important let's just say you have an audience that's a little bit more mature like between the ages of about 40 and 55 now people who are around 40 and 55 years old i would like to think if you're around that age you are pretty well established with who you want to be in life and you have a great idea as to what type of content you want to ingest most of these people are very calm most of them are they, they're seeking information to kind of get them up to speed, I'd say, etc. You know, I could be completely wrong. I'm just I'm here just speculating and I'm giving um, I'm just giving my perspective as far as what I think the different demographics may like when it comes to um, your your content. Only, you know, that like, you know, what type of videos you put out, you have to consider that. Like if you have a really young audience, then perhaps long form content is not really the best option for your channel because 
my gosh, it's not even the kids these days. It's not even the teenagers and the young adults. It's everybody because short formed content has taken over social media. It's taken over Instagram. It's taken over YouTube. It's taking over TikTok, which is where I, I personally feel like it originated from TikTok. This is TikTok's fault. You can blame TikTok for short form material. I, I don't care what anybody says because they did it first and then everybody else started following suit. So again, if you have like an audience that's on the younger side, maybe you want to stick to shorts or maybe you want to stick to shorter form material. Like I'm and I'm saying I'm kidding you like less than five minutes when it comes to a long video. You may want to consider that right there. OK, so, yeah, knowing how old the people are that watch your channel is very very important because it gives you data it gives you more of a perspective as far as you know what type of content you need to continue to produce or should you just ultimately uh change it up okay also on the analytics are gender You know, whether it's men or women. And that, that's just, that's all I'm going to say about that. Because that is what the analytics say. The analytics say this many women watch your material or this many men watch your material. Sometimes it falls in favor of just one particular gender. Like if you're a guy, there's a high chance that the mass majority of people that watch you may be... Men, and if you're a woman, there's a high chance that the mass majority of people who watch you may be women. And in some cases, there could be a little bit of women who watch a man and a lot of guys. And there could also be a whole lot of women that watch a woman and that watch, excuse me, a little bit of guys that watch that woman as well. Um, Ideally... I I mean, you can't really control this. You can, but you can't. You can control. Let me I, I, let me take that back. Yes, you can control who watches your content. Yes, you can. If you are a man and the, the mass majority of your videos, uh, if it says that men watch them and very little women, then you may want to consider switching up some of the content in which you produce and try your best to get the attention of women talk about things that involve females so instead of just you know um title of a video you know guys you know the the locker room talk yada 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 instead put some stuff out there like uh how to get your partner to listen to you better in a relationship well that's actually something that both men and women would love to to um, get be a part of. So making content that's kind of down the middle, I'd say, it would je- definitely it would configurate your your audience. Okay, because if you you have both males and females watching you, that's more eyes on you. That's great. That's what we want at the end of the day. But it's going to have to be up to us looking at the data to see who is watching this and who isn't watching this. So if you are a guy and you have primarily males watching you, um, I don't really think that you should make <laughs> make videos talking about makeup or 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 things or whatever girls talk about. You know, you 
stick to talking about stuff that you know guys talk about or if that's if that's even what you want it's pretty much up to you i'm not here to tell you how to run your channel i'm just here to encourage you to look at the data in which is in your dashboard regardless of what platform that you're on okay again the title of this podcast is know your audience know your audience so the next the next attribute would probably be location some of these websites will tell you that the mass majority of your viewers are coming from a particular country like i'm in the united states of america the mass majority of the people that watch my content are in america and according to the analytics there's some people that watch it in the uk there's some people that watch it in <laughs> South Korea. Um, yeah, you'd be surprised at where people watch your material. You really would. Now, let's just say I wanted to get more attention from my South Korean audience. You know, I would probably talk a little bit more about the content in which I'm presenting while involving some sort of Korean character. You know what I'm saying? Because there's some people in Korea who may not necessarily know how to, they may not necessarily understand English. Well, I don't know. Maybe they have it converted in a way they can understand what people say over here in America, you know, closed caption and uh, all that translation. This is 2022, folks. We can turn things around to where, we can understand things. No, and we don't all have to sit up in, in college and learn languages anymore or sit with a Rosetta Stone. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying be lazy but and not learn a language, but at the same time, it's pretty easy now. So I still believe that we can kind of, you know, mess around with our content a little bit and try to get the attention of those smaller numbers so we can try to increase them. We Content creation definitely is a... It's like a Rubik's Cube at the end of the day. You know, trying to figure it out can be a little difficult at, at first, but I believe that as time goes on, when we begin to understand our audience, then we can move a little bit more efficiently and not just put out random content. I think putting out random content is the absolute worst way to grow. You cannot have a channel that's dedicated to auto parts and cars and decide that you want to just start putting up videos of hunting. You cannot have a channel that's dedicated to hunting if you want to put up videos next week like freaking Bob Ross painting painting trees and stuff we paint these pictures because they're pretty little pictures because we can do that and, and that's a good thing you know you, you can't you can't switch it up and expect that your content or your channel is going to grow because you don't understand your audience people will just just put out random stuff i i see i've seen people do this all the time i've seen people record nice videos and then record with their phone upright for one video like just you just really ruined the consistency of the the content in which you're trying to create 
So in the world of streaming, for instance, I'm going to give you an example when it comes to audience. So I have two Twitch channels. One of them is what I would like to consider my main channel, the channel that I want to be known for, which is D-Muscle TV. D-Muscle TV is a channel that primarily focuses on RPG games and JRPG games like Final Fantasy, Persona, uh, Dragon Quest, uh, Tokyo Xanadu, Trails of Cold Steel, and the list just goes on and on and on because that's my favorite genre. That is the genre, uh, the audience in which I am looking to capture people who are passionate and who really, really enjoy RPG games because I enjoy RPG games and I want those people to come check me out at the end of the day. I had to make a second channel because as much as I love RPG games, they're not the only games that I I want to play. Um, I like fighting games. I like action adventure games. I like stuff like that. So I took the initiative and I, I created a whole nother Twitch account so that I could play whatever I had to urge. I could play those games on that channel without taking a risk of just really, really confusing my audience. Because some people will come to your channel based on what you play. If you change that, they will go away sometimes, especially if they haven't taken the time to get to know you. Imagine watching, imagine watching like, I don't know, Saturday, what is it, Sunday football, just watching football all day long. And then all of a sudden, um, tennis comes on, right? When you're enjoying the football game and you're like, um, what is this? I didn't, I didn't like invest my time into this channel to watch tennis. I'm going to like leave this channel. I'm going to change the channel and I'm going to go over to this channel that's still playing football you know what i mean and that is exactly how people do on youtube and twitch when we understand what our audience likes we will be able to produce the content that they like you know what i'm saying especially if you want it to grow it's very hard to grow when we constantly change things all the time. And there are the and, and I will say I, I used to be one of those streamers that said stream whatever you want. Play what you want. Have a great time. I still do believe in that, but that's exactly why I created another channel in which I really don't care whether it grows or not. The channel that I care about growing, we're sticking to our guns. And we are specifically going to play RPG and JRPG games, and that's it. On the other channel, we will play whatever the heck I feel like playing with no regards. Know your audience. Learn what they like. Learn what they don't like. Also, learn where they're finding you. Some people have found me on Twitch through Twitter. I tend to post a lot on Twitter. I put a lot of my stuff there, a lot of my thoughts. And some people tend to come over from Twitter just to check me out. 
and I really appreciate it. Some of these applications, these um, the studios here will tell you, well, you got some people that came from Google, you got some people that came from Facebook, you got some people that came from Instagram, you got some people that came from Twitter, you got people from, I don't know, outer space. They will tell you where the mass majority of your traffic is coming from. And I'm not saying that you should be posting content every single place. But I definitely would focus on where the mass majority of them are coming. So if, if Twitch told me that the mass majority of my audience was coming from Twitter, well, I'm going to primarily focus on Twitter since it's it's helping my growth. It's helping shuttle people my way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, people who ignore the analytic tools, they're going to be shooting themselves in the foot later when they realize how much this has actually helped them grow. Content creation is complex. We have to constantly put our minds in the minds of those who watch us, the consumer. What do they like? What do they watch? What don't they like? How do I keep them? How do I keep them coming? These are the things in which we need to be focusing on in order to grow. Utilize these tools that I've just named. And then do the homework at the end of the day, ultimately reaping the benefits. That's going to do it for this episode of D-Muscle Radio. I really hope all of you have a phenomenal weekend. It is the weekend for me. It's Friday. I want you all to be safe, be constructive, be productive, and be blessed. I will see you all. Well, you'll hear me. <laughs> you'll all hear me. In the next episode. Peace.